0: First, I got to bring Erica in. I got to bring Erica in first. Hey, what's up, family? What's going on? I'm, hold on. I'm waiting for everybody else. <laughs> Look at that, little Bjorn.
1: Yes, I had to
0: switch it up because
1: uh, I finished all my champagne.
0: <laughs> you got uh, It's okay. You're moving up. That's yeah. what you got to do. That's why Secret Society 2 is so successful. You're moving up. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> So I'm a, I'm trying to hook up with your colleagues. I don't see them yet.
1: They're um they're in the comments. Um Miyasha Coleman, I just saw her. I believe Rain Raina and Adesia are coming as well. Um I'm so excited.
0: We'll get them. Hold on. Okay. You look beautiful.
1: Thank you. You look great yourself, Brett.
0: I just look older. I don't know about grades.
1: Nah, more wise. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: you're too kind.
1: <laughs> hey Auntie Ma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is, you see your, really?
1: Yeah, I see, I see people in here. Hey, Deja, Deja's here, Miyasha's here.
0: Wait, where are they?
1: Um, you guys hit request to join and he'll add you right on in.
0: I don't see that. They're not, no, they're not asking yet. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, there's, hold on, hold on. I'll get yes. her. No, oh, I got to get her to ask. Here we go. No.
1: There she is. I see her.
0: Yeah, she's got to ask. Ask.
1: Ask to join. It'll be like a little... We've been doing this. Or maybe it's Wi-Fi.
0: That's not fair. You and I are the ones drinking. They should get it right. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) I don't see rain i don't see not yet hold on Hey,
1: you guys all you guys in the comments how are you guys doing we're we're gonna add them right on in guys just give us a sec
0: i don't got them yet so where are you right now
1: i'm in atlanta i'm home just hanging out Oh man, it's been such a roller coaster ride in a great way with um you know promoting part two so I get a couple of days off, so I'm just home kicking it.
0: <laughs> we gotta get you into our space in Atlanta you gotta come get.
1: Yes. I heard it's beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be it's it, it's a uh, it's a uh, it'll always always be we'll be always always adding new things so it's a, it's a it's a living space.
1: Hey guys, you guys are so amazing. Hey Boston. That's my hometown.
0: Oh, Miyasha! there's Miasha. There we go.
1: Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hi, Miasha. I'm waiting. I'm looking for, uh... I don't see Raina yet.
2: I know just said she sent a request.
1: Yeah, I just seen her in there, too.
0: What's her IG? Is she, Is it's her IG? Yes,
2: yes it's, it's from is. her. Yeah, it's Ablation.
0: Oh, okay. I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I think I got them. Okay. There Hi. we go. Hey, nice
1: Christy. Hi, Queen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, guys.
0: So- I like that
3: we all wore bright colors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So, so, so I have, let me start, I'm, so, uh, Miasha and Adesha, so you guys know I'm Brett Barish, I own a whole bunch of liquor brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion, um, Erica knows, because she drinks all the time, right? (laughs) Yeah,
3: Erica knows.
2: Um,
0: but I get to do this series, which we call Self Made, and I get to interview everybody, from Post Malone to Khaled to to Wayne, to Wiz, everybody in the music entertainment space. But I love hearing what I call self-made stories. And I'm gonna give you a taste of what self-made means. Someone said the following, anyone that has pulled themselves up from their bootstraps and made it from the bottom, anyone who's believed in their dreams and did whatever it took to make them come true, they're self-made. So Erica said that earlier in the year, that's her self-made story. Erica, do do you still, does it still feel that way?
1: Yes, a hundred percent, a thousand percent, actually.
0: <laughs> uh, Miasha, what what's what do you what does self made mean to you?
1: Um, it definitely
2: means what Erica mentioned, but I also um, I guess I would add to that. It just means you know not giving up on your dreams at at any cost because a lot of times you take certain steps toward it, and then if you get the the, the answer no, or if something you know takes you off track or you experience one little slight piece of failure, you look at it as if that's not meant for you, and you give up on it and so I feel like if you pu- push through the failure, then that's when it's truly self made
0: have you is that coming from experience
2: absolutely absolutely and-
0: What's your answer for persevering for basically, it took me years to figure that one out. You know, like, what's your answer to get through to the other side and don't take it, don't take it. You got to keep fighting.
2: The first thing is faith. If, yeah. if you, so I always use this example. If you've seen with your own eyes that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, nobody else around you see. they like, what are you talking about? I don't see no goddamn pot of gold. I just see a rainbow. What are you talking about? But you see that pot of gold. You think you're going to let the person that says, I don't see it, or if it's obstacles between you and that pot of gold, because you see it, you're willing to jump over those hurdles, go under that tunnel, do this, do that, because you know for sure that it's there at the end of that rainbow. So no matter what other people say or see, no matter what's there between you and that pot of gold, you see it there, you know that once you get to it, that pot of gold is yours. So to me, that, that's what faith is.
0: Um, does it, d- d- if I use Secret Society as an example, um, is, it, is it, what percent is it all you? Meaning you're, you held your own to tell you the story that you wanted to tell?
2: Um, well, a hundred percent is me holding my own and telling the story that I wanted to tell, but there's implement, so there's, there's things that's implemented into that. So it's divine inspiration because when I sat down to write this story, I never in a million years thought to write a story about trans women. It never came across my mind. That was never the intent or the goal, um, it was just something that popped into my head as i was writing the story so that to me is like a divine intervention and then once i decided that that was going to be the topic or the subject matter, i then had to Those are the, i'm sorry the I hear it so much. Yeah. oh go ahead i hear that <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking, I'm like, let, let me make sure I'm not going crazy. Like, let me Go sure. ahead. So basically, okay, wait, where was I at? Cause That threw me off real quick.
0: <laughs> I heard something too. Sorry, it's, it's, sorry about that.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, so we <laughs> were talking about. We got about... the divine intervention. And then when I interviewed a young lady who actually is trans and lives that life, you know, I felt something different that I had never felt for the trans community before then. And that was a sense of compassion. And so I knew that if I felt that from hearing this young lady's story, how many other people who never even thought about the trans community to feel anything for the community, how many of those people would feel that same sense of compassion once they read the story, or in this case, saw the movie. And so that compelled me to definitely go forth with telling this type of story. So I think it was definitely me, a hundred percent and sitting down and writing and doing all the hard work to get the story done, to get it published, to become a stage player now a movie. But it was all these other aspects that kind of guided me along the way.
0: Um, Adesha, how do you, tell me what your self-made, What does self-made mean for you?
3: I think self-made is, I feel like we all learn something from other people. So I feel like it's using everything you've learned from the people around you or from your role models or just from your experiences and making those lessons into your own and whatever your own is, whether that's your own business or Whatever your own dream is, you use everything you've learned, you put it into that and make it into something magical, like Miyasha did. She's a role model to me, right?
0: I, now. I was just gonna <laughs> ask so yeah. use Miyasha as an example. What, and Erica, what did, you, what did you learn from them? What did you come away with?
3: Definitely from Miyasha, I feel like I learned just how a boss woman moves. Like, I love watching her on set just because once she's very hands on, and that's something I want everyone to know. Um, like, every day we were filming, Miyasha was there. Yeah. She was directing. She can act. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she was definite, I call it a reference track. track. <laughs> when she gives her tips, she really acts it out, how she wants you to act it out. Um, even just seeing her as a mom and a wife, it's inspiring, and it makes you want, you know, that type of family as well. And then, like, yeah. Erica, she was just so genuine and so sweet from the first day i talked to her on the phone because before i met erica on set we spoke over the phone um and like even over the phone i just felt genuine love from her and she gave me tips like on set which also allowed me to not
1: feel nervous my first day on set i was actually you're the new kid
0: you're
1: the new kid Mm -hmm. so i'm so proud of you deja like just in learning from you we like niasha is just a goat you guys have to read her books she has so many books out already and to be so ahead of her time like having wrote something that is so relevant today in 2022 back 16 years ago yep is incredible and her the way she thinks is very colorful and very detailed and she thinks like she's an art lover so she thinks like how can this look visually aesthetic? You know, like everything was just beautiful in part one. Part two just stepped it up a notch visually. And I'm just so proud of you, Adesha, because to be so young, Adesha I think was 23 when she got casted for this role. I didn't do my first film till I was 29. So you are way ahead of the curve and I'm so proud of you. You came in, you jumped right in. You were so like humble and eager to learn. And you nailed it. Like, I would have never thought. And Nirena, the same with her. Part one was her first film. And to be so young and to be so beautiful and dynamic and have this range as an actress coming in is an incredible, just it's incredible to be able to work with this many talented
0: people. It is, it, it, in picking up on that, the fact that it's you've, it's, a, it's a boss women's cast. Yeah. Like Yes. Yeah. it's unusual but did you embrace it at the time if you know what I mean like do you own it at the time definitely um
3: and I think that's what I love the fact that there's so many independent boss talented women on set it is so inspiring and it also makes just for a great environment on set and I feel like it's great for younger women to see as well because now they see I can do this
0: but it, I want to just, um, you mentioned Miyasha and the idea that she's on set, she's active. Did you just not expect that? You know what I mean? Did you not expect her to take such a, you know, to be so hands-on?
3: Honestly, I really didn't know what to expect, but I didn't think, you know, she would be there every day. Yeah. And, well, she was there before us, like, yep. and she was there the whole day. Her kids were on set sometimes, mm-hmm. like, her husband, There. They're just so hands-on, and I love that.
0: And so, <laughs> Miasha, talk, talk about that. Why? Why be so hands-on? Why be so active?
2: Um, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, this is a self-funded project. So I'm putting my own money up. And when you're putting your own money up, there's things you have to take into consideration. Budget, right? So while I would love to hire a bunch of different people to wear those hats that I had to wear, I'm thinking, okay, if I take this money from this place and put it into hiring these people, then I've skimmed off of what it looks like on the the screen. So in my mind, I would rather put the money on the screen. I would rather the finished product show the amount of money that was put into this versus having a bunch of different people when I could just do those jobs myself. That was one aspect. The other aspect is that this has my name on it. It's yep. something that comes from my vision. So in order for it to be exactly how I envisioned it and to represent my name and my brand in the way that I wanted it to represent, I need to be there to see to it that it's doing those things. So being hands-on gave me, you know, that ability to say okay yeah that was shot the way that i wanted it to be shot that was what i had in in my mind when i wrote that that particular scene or that's the way i wanted that dialogue to be delivered because not everybody's they're not in your head so they don't know exactly how you see it or exactly how you hear it so being there allows you to make any changes that you need to make or to approve or deny whatever is coming across But
0: but something tells me if you had a big budget and you had a big investor coming in, you'd still be doing the same thing. You'd still be hands-on. You'd still be all over it. You
2: know what? Something tells me that, too, even though I'm, like, I'm thinking of the idea of sleeping until noon and then showing up to set dressed to the nines, like, okay, everything is looking good. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. That's (laughs) ideal in my mind. But me as a person, and especially, like I said, when you want to deliver something, um so to the letter of your vision you do it's it's almost inevitable that you're going to be there every step of the way making sure that it's getting done in that way
0: for all of you how has the trans community accepted both the roles everyone's playing in the movies themselves
3: um outside the response has been great um i've received a lot of dms um especially my character C. She's not a transgender, but she becomes very close with Celeste um, and accepts her for who she is. So I've had a lot of people DM me either saying they wish they had a friend like Cece, who accepted them for who they are, or that they do have a better friend like Cece. And, you know, my character kind of warmed their heart because it reminded them of that person. So the response has been really well, and it's been heartwarming for me, even just hearing some of their stories um, and some of them have shared, like, their personal stories with and the struggles yeah. they might have for that emptiness they might have felt because they might not have had somebody that
1: accepted them.
0: How about you, Erica?
1: Well, we've received so much positive feedback. And, you know, the at first, for part one, I think a few people comment or ask, you know, where is the representation? Um, well, part two... I mean, we have so much representation because the the secret's out now, you know? So it's more comfortable. I'm really amazed at how many people from all orientations are in our DMs saying, wow, this really taught me so much. I didn't know this, you know? There are people even within the LGBTQ community who are learning so much watching these films. So, I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. And I feel like, Miyasha Coleman and her husband, Rich Coleman, and Jamal Hill, they're trailblazers because now people are going to, like, the door's wide open. You know, people are going to be telling stories similar to this. They're going to feel more comfortable watching stories like this um, without the stigma of what are people going to think about me because I support this type of project. So it's it's really incredible. You, I
0: love you it. know, you, Erica, you said something interesting. The fact that uh, Miyasha's book is 16, what'd you say, 16 years old? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is beyond head of time. I mean, did you even appreciate that in the first movie? Me? Yeah. Of
1: course. I was like, you know, when I read the script, I was in love with, like, the whole story. And then when I found out that she has a trilogy that's out, that was out for so many, at the time it was 15 years. I was like, wow, this is incredible. I have to be a part of this because... First of all, this story, this movie is a classic. People are gonna talk about this for forever. I feel like it's the first of its kind in, in its genre. And why not be a part of that? You know, I would have I would have loved to have this opportunity. It doesn't matter, you know, who we are. And I think even Vivica Fox said the same thing. You know, she's been down with Miyasha Coleman's movement since the the book was released. You know, she was a part of the stage play. Um, which was also, how many years ago, Miyasha? Was the stage? 2008. Yeah, so that just, it's just incredible to have legends like, you know, Vivica Fox even see it and say that, yes, you know, I I wanna be a part of this as well.
0: So Miyasha, how did you, why did you pick these guys to be the lead, to be in this, to be the leads? What was it, what did, what did Erica have? What did Deja have? What did, what did Raina have? What did they have that you saw?
2: Um, authenticity, authenticity, number one. So when I saw the audition for, um, I'll, I'll talk about Erica first, because with Erica, she's she's acted before. So she was already on Jamal, the director's radar. And as for me, this was my first movie ever. Um, Again, I'm wearing all these hats. So when it comes to casting, I'm on Instagram. I'm searching hashtags, um, Atlanta actors, Miami actors. And I come across Erica's um, profile. And the first thing is the look. Because remember, this is based on a book. So these characters are already well described in a book. Yes. So what they look like is kind of already premeditated. So I looked at her and I'm like, she she looks like a Tina, right? <laughs> so then I, I went to the, um, Jamal and I said, you know, you heard of a girl named Erica Pinkett. And he said, I'm already on it. I sent her a message. <laughs> I'm waiting Amazing. for her audition now. And I'm like, bet, like we're here. So, her audition came through, and she absolutely killed it. She read by herself, but she motioned. She hugged. She did things as if there was a person with her. And not only the dialogue and how she delivered was just authentic to that particular character, somebody so bold and blazing, right? But... She, like I said, those motions. She had a pocketbook with some money in it. She went in her bra, got the money. She just did everything that I I would think the director would have directed her to do in her audition. So amazing! I was sold. I was sold with um, yeah. Raina Exactly. <laughs> with Reina and Adaja, it was a little bit different. Yeah. Cheers, right?
3: Cheers. Um Where's Reina?
2: I know. We got to get her
0: we'll get I mean, her next I'll-
2: time yeah um so they were new actresses right so again i'm on i'm on instagram i'm hashtagging i'm gonna start writing on this one because we're going back to the first one um i see her do like a youtube skit and it was pretty comical and she had a raw acting ability about her it didn't seem like she was reading it didn't seem forced it just seemed very natural And so I reached out to her because she also had the look of a Celeste. Um, And I sent her the sides for the audition. And it was funny because she didn't know how to submit a a proper audition. So she just sat in her garage with the rain pouring down. And she just did the the lines to her camera and sent it in. So we hear all this thunder and lightning in the background. (laughs) And it's kind of hard to hear her dialogue over it and so that Jamal is like I don't know y'all we might need to go you know professional with this this is our main character this is our lead she has to carry this whole story we need somebody with more experience so he sent us a few auditions from girls who had more experience and I'm like but the only thing they're lacking is that authentic hood girl like they they're they're acting like they're hood girls but it's not that's not who they are and yep. I said I said Raina, Listen, do another audition in a quiet background. I'm really trying to sell you to the director on this one because I did notice that natural yeah. thing, and yeah. so she did the second audition, and it was much better. I was able to sell that uh Jamal on it, and we had no regrets, no regrets um yeah. again, killed good. Yeah, she did. She, she knelt every emotion and every facial expression and every gesture. And it was just, it was a godsend. Um, with a just same thing. i um one of these hashtags. I found her picture. Um, I think it was a photographer's page. And I reached out to her to be um Cece. And she was, she thought it was a joke because her and her mom actually watched part one and they loved it. So to be reached out through Instagram to be a part of part two, she like, somebody is messing with me. Like, it's a prank, baby. Yeah. it's not real. But um, she did send the auditions in, and again, her auditions just felt very natural to the character Cece, because, again, she's based on a book as well.
0: Miasha, does it feel good that you pick people that are not known, that you're giving them a chance, quite honestly?
2: Mm -hmm. yeah no it does and I I will say um that was a big topic of discussion when we were thinking about casting in the beginning it was like do you go with known characters especially because at the end of the day you want to get a distribution deal you want to get some kind of money from this project and I know that a lot of times known names is what gets you those results so it was the question of Do we just seek out people who have those known names? But what I didn't want to do is spoil the secret right off the bat, right? So I felt like if you cast people who are well-known to play these particular roles, it would diminish it a little bit because they would be like, oh, I already know that they're they're cisgender women.
0: Got it. Oh, interesting. I get it. it
2: a little bit away from it, you know? And even on the flip side, if you wanted to go with trans characters, because it was one in particular, Maya Scott, who I had been in talks with years ago when I first wrote the book. Um, she, to, to cast someone like her, would then spoil it on the, on the opposite end because she's on a the very other open, side, because... proud trans um, woman. So that was the trick. It was like, go with people that nobody really knows like that and let their imagination figure it out and and especially with the acting, let the
1: acting do the work, not yep. the name. So can I can I switch out so Raina could come in? I can hang up and no,
0: is, I can get her on, can't I?
1: I think it's only four squares at a time. Oh, it is. Yeah, so yes. um, you got. I, I can, could always I switch out it. and let you three do it. That's tol- That's your call. Me she She's here. She's in the comments. Is- I yeah. Okay, I see her. Um, yeah, look. You want me to? Sw- I can switch out because you were still talking, Miasha. Well, what?
2: Who, what do you prefer, Brett? Do you yeah. have questions? Oh, that's the meanest I
1: question. I
0: have no idea. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I can right? totally. I can totally switch out because yeah. part two is really like following you guys, you know, journey. You have you guys have, and then we can come back however you want to do it.
0: So l- l- fine, Erica. Let let, let uh, since we-, we talked, why don't why don't you pop out? I feel terrible. I'll send you more no! product. No, we've talked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, bye
1: guys. Bye. See you, Erica. Bye.
0: Let me see where is she? Hopefully, she <laughs> requests.
3: Requests. Is...
0: Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Rain, if you're out there, request. Do you see her?
3: Let me
2: see.
0: I don't see
3: her. I don't
0: see, see her yet. I don't see when she's on, we'll keep going. So... Is it me or did you turn it up on the fashion in so Secret Society 2? Oh, oh did Mi- you hear me Miyasha? mm mm-hmm. yeah, okay. You didn't you didn't hear my question. Is it me or did you turn up the fashion in Secret Society 2?
2: Oh, it's definitely not you. We turned it up um and it was uh intentional because With part one, I already knew that I wanted to make the fashion a thing of its own in part one, and everybody received that. Like, that was one of the top compliments that part one got. It was like, the story was great, the acting was amazing, and that fashion was everything. So I knew that they were going to be looking for the fashion in part two, and I knew that I had to step it up to just deliver the unexpected,
0: Did you feel, uh, for both of you, was it the, uh, to me, the fashion is almost another character. Yes.
3: I loved it. Honestly, it was like playing Mm dress-up every day. So it was so fun. Actually, my dad called me, I think it was earlier this week, and he said, I just watched the movie again. And I was just, I kept pausing it to look at all the outfits. My dad isn't even into fashion. (laughs) He was into the fashion in the movie. So also, shout out to Shaq. He's the stylist.
0: Yeah, for it, sure. It, um, anything, Miasha, anything you would have changed? Anything you would have done different?
2: Um, I would have definitely given myself more time to shoot. So we shot the first movie in 15 days. And when it came down to doing part two, we were like, okay, we're going to do it again, guys, 15 days again. And I kept saying, we want to go bigger and we want to go better. So let's, like um, just said, I, I hired Shaq Palmer to come on board to help with the styling um, aspect because mm-hmm. I wanted to take it up a notch. We hired more makeup and more hair team. We wanted that to be taken up a notch. So we did all of these extra things to make it bigger and better. And the one thing we didn't take into consideration was the shooting time. We kept mm. that the same. And even though we got it done, thank God, Um, it was something that I learned. I said, you know what, I have to remember if I'm doing anything bigger and better, I also have to, um, you know, lengthen the time for shooting.
0: So for both of you, and again, getting back to this self-made idea, and I'm a big believer, and I tell everybody on my team and everybody I talk to, and I get this from Rick Ross, is when good things happen, you gotta work harder now because you gotta take advantage of it. You can't let off the gas. So for, um, Deja, for you, what do you do now? How do you parlay what you've just done, which is your first role, into more? How do you how do you make that into something bigger now?
3: Yeah, so also a little backstory. I did theater from really like elementary to high school, and then I stopped after high school. And honestly, I kind of always my therapy and my escape. Day- and so literally two weeks before Miasha DM me, I was on the phone with my dad and I told him I really miss acting because at the time I was kind of going through some personal issues. And so when Miyasha reached out to me, you know, once I realized this is legit, I literally sat down like on my couch and said, this is God. And mm-hmm. I told myself, if I get the role, then that's how I know this is really meant for me. And it was just all divine timing because, I needed that too, that was, it really helped me a lot internally. And that's something, you know, Miyasha might not even know, but being on set and acting, it really helped me a lot in my personal life. And so now that we were done filming, last day of filming was also hard. I cried because it was that surreal feeling like it's over. (laughs) And so when I got back home to Atlanta, it was kind of like, dang, I'm not back on set anymore. Um but it pushed me um, and I will always Erica's in Atlanta too, so she and I would go out to eat, and she would tell me you know contact casting directors for whatever show you want to get on and so now like that's what I'm doing now. I'm working on putting my reels together so I can send them out to casting directors, and you know hopefully be in more films or TV shows definitely part three.
0: So, Miasha, what do you tell her? What advice do you give? Because, you know, give her in this situation um, to, to get more for herself. What do you say?
2: Well, I would definitely tell Adeja to, you know, perfect her craft. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you do a project, and this isn't any, I think this goes for any industry, even with me as a writer, you know, you're always seeking to learn how you can better your craft, how you can, you know, do something different or add technique or add, you know, up your skill level or whatever. So I would definitely say, you know, perfect your craft. And like um, Erica said, reach out to everybody across the board. Put yourself out there, network, market, especially with social media, this social media era gives everybody the chance to be on an equal playing field when it comes to marketing so use that to your advantage you know what i mean um and just like you said you know this was divine and inter- um timing for you and you knew that if you got the role was meant so keep following that that path that god set out for you and
0: miasha for you how do you again same thing in a different level how do you parlay this into you've I'm, you've got more ideas and more stories to tell and you know, screw the 15-day shoot. I want a 45-day shoot, you know, Mm -hmm. and I want funding behind it. Mm -hmm. How how do you – what's the next step for you?
3: We're trying to get her to – What you say, Deja? We want you to start a series.
2: Oh, yeah. We're definitely getting um, the series question a lot. Everybody is like, yo, just make it into a series already. Like, I need more. So, yep. I mean, I'm open to it all, but what I've been doing um, personally is just researching um, the business of filmmaking, and I, I had to ask myself, what do I really want out of all of this? Yep. And the biggest thing that I want out of all of this is ownership, and so I'm glad that things happened the way they did because I do have ownership, and now that I have it, I love it. So,
0: I and, and for, to, for, for everybody, because that means the world to me, um, and I'm wondering what it means to you. What does ownership mean?
3: Right.
2: So ownership to me means that it's, it's not only mine, but it's mine to give to my children, to, for them to give to their children. It, to me, means lineage. It means legacy. It's a forever type of thing. So it's not about just like a possession that you just had. It's really about the longevity of, of the, you know, the benefits that come from it. Right. And that's, that stems all the way back to the book. When I first wrote Secret Society, the book, I was advised to get a publishing deal. I sought out a deal, and Terry Woods, who was the biggest urban publisher back then, she offered me um, to buy Secret Society outright into a five-book deal. And I was super excited about that. It's like being signed to The Rock when The Rock was in its prime. So I'm like going on, telling everybody I'm about to be signed to Terry Woods. It did not matter to me that she wanted to buy my book outright. I was just happy to get a deal from somebody I idolized, right? A couple of days before the meeting was scheduled for me to sign that deal, I started to get like nerves, nervousness. And I'm like, I don't know the book industry, the business side of it. So How do I know if this is a good deal or not? And I reached out to the woman who inspired me to write the book in the first place, um, Karen Quinones Miller, who was an author who spoke at my college graduation. And she said, listen, I'm going to get my agent to, you know, represent you. She said, because you should not sell your book outright. She said, that means that whatever lump sum of money you yep. get for it, that's all the money you will ever see. For the lifetime of this book. This book can sell millions of copies. It sure. can become a movie. It can be do anything. And you won't see a penny more. Your name won't even be on the book. And that like struck a chord. So now moving forward all these years later, that's what I feel is important to me is ownership. And so f- when it comes to next steps, I would love funding, I would love, you know, like you said, those 45 day shoots, but at the end of it, what I love more is ownership. So if someone's coming to the table, presenting opportunities where I maintain that ownership, then I'm, I'm all for it. But if not, I'm just fine, you know, self-funding these projects and putting them out. Thank God for places like Amazon, who allow creatives like me to not have to go through the middleman process and are basically able to independently distribute on a large platform.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing because you're 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 both saying the same things in the sense of, of you know, you know your passion. You want to put it to work, and you want to get it out there, and and you want the ability to. Uh, and that's the hardest part is the ability to have control, the ability to have ownership, the ability to know what you want. So what's What's next? What, what what's next for both of you? Besides, is Secret Society three is a done deal? It's inevitable.
2: The fans are like it has to happen, and that's it. so I'm, I'm, I'm a person that I listen to people. I'm not hard-headed. If you why not, so why not do
0: anything, why not forget Secret Society three? why not, why not make the next a series? could you So I think I think we
2: definitely need to kind of tie up you know secret society into a bow. And then I think if we do a series, it might entail going
0: back Got to it. the beginning, you yeah. know? Very cool. Very cool. Um, I love it. I, I really, I enjoyed talking to, to all you guys. Uh, you, you picked, sure you picked great talent, but and more importantly, good people. And I'm guessing, and, you know, I, I can't say this for sure, but there's, for me, you know, and I get to work with lots of different people in lots of different spaces. I just want to work with good people. It's not about their, their, how famous they are, it's not about who their followers are. It's not, it's not, to me, I don't want a transaction. I just want to work with people I like because <laughs> it makes life so much more fun and more valuable. And I just feel like you've got really good people on board. And I think that's it, it makes every, every storytelling that much better.
2: Absolutely. And that's one thing that I learned going into this on part one down, not just the cast, but the crew. Um, and Adeja, I tell you, being on set is like being with your family, everybody from every position, from the PAs to us. My husband and I as executive producers, we just embrace the experience. We all have positive attitudes and we all were there to get the job done. If you were near the court, it didn't matter what your title was. You moved the court if it needed to be moved.
0: Exactly,, no
2: everybody was there for the betterment of the project. we believed in it, and we wanted it to see a we wanted it to be a bomb ass project, and that's through and through. so I you so did and and, you, yeah.
0: and you've done it twice. it's awesome, but Bo- I, I I congrats all the success um I, I wish you guys all the best, anything I could possibly do to help support your efforts uh anything at all please ask and and uh, i can't wait to see more from both of you
2: thank you so much it was a pleasure
0: thanks guys everybody watch secret society 1 and 2
2: amazon prime